What's up, what's up, what's up? It's your girl Ashley and we're here again for another episode of our journey of love. I'm here with the husband. Hey babe. What up? How you doing? I'm good. You look good. Thank you. Look, you. you look blessed. I am. Yes. <laughs> you know, I woke up good this morning. I, I bet because you had to go to work. That's facts. Facts. While, while I had to struggle yeah. in well, traffic yeah. and work and you slave know, nine hours. Sometimes in life. You know. <laughs> oh, you were about to go there with me. <laughs> so you feeling it? Up? Okay, hey, all right. So we are here. We have some special guests with us today. Um, we actually think this is a great episode that's coming up with this wonderful cast of steps. Woo woo! Yes, yeah. woo! Shout out to everybody. Woo. We, we, actually, we really need that that button with the clap. We do. I keep telling you we need to buy that applause yeah. button. Yeah. We're going to put that in the budget. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're here. The cast of steps. How y'all doing, fellas? Doing good, good, man. Good. Good. Good, good. good, good. So we have, um, as we said, the cast of steps, which is a new hit stage play written by Morris Austin, who is a dear friend of ours um, here in the... I guess Atlanta area, because you know they classify everything as Atlanta, whether you're in Atlanta or not. Right. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Um, so we're gonna go around. We have some of the main characters of this play. I must say, my husband and I saw this last weekend. It was absolutely phenomenal. Great. We great show. Enjoyed great ourselves. show. So we're gonna go around and just do a brief introduction of everybody. We're gonna start with Mr. Felix Moten, who played Mark. He is, this was his first stage performance. Yes, indeed. Yes. I, I heard you a hip-hop artist. Like, I need to know more about that. I am. I actually have been doing hip-hop music since I was 16 years old. Wow. Yeah. So, um, Young I got 21 20, now. Bless you. Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I got, as I got, um, I was about 19, 20, I got called to preach. Okay. And so, um, you know, the church wasn't as, uh, how should I say? Not as receptive to uh, hip hop music at that time, right? Mm-hmm. And so I kind of, kind of moved away from it. But my son has taken the torch. Okay, and, all right. Uh, and I've done some more projects since then. You know, I actually have a project coming out probably in the next few months. Okay, I've got two albums on iTunes right now. So nice, yeah. nice. See, learn something new. He got two okay. albums. Make sure You're I a real star. Make sure I download that. Right, he's a real star. Get his autograph too. I'm mm-hmm. dope now. <laughs> That hot sauce. Yes. That hot sauce. So you're also the pastor of Word of Truth. Word of Truth Christian Church. I am. My wife and I um, started Word of Truth in 1996. Okay. Um, Mm. We are celebrating, gosh, 24 years this this year coming up. And um, we have a great congregation. And uh, Morris is actually over our drama team. So. Uh, Who would have thought? Yeah. <laughs> we we have a thought? vested interest in this. <laughs> anybody working ministry. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Yeah, man. Well, it's a pleasure to have you on with us today. Thank, Thank you, you for taking time out of your schedule. Appreciate it, man. Yes. Thank you for letting have. us use the building. Yes. We're on location for all our listeners. Yes, we are. No doubt, okay. man. We're glad to have you guys. Man. Thank you. On the actual stage. Yes, oh, indeed. Yes. On the stage. On the stage. Okay. And can, and can I shout out? I have two wonderful children. Yes, yeah, go shout ahead. Out your children. Uh, my son's name is Caleb, and my daughter's name is Joanna. And okay. my son, pray for him. My son is actually going to Ohio this weekend performing. So 
Okay. He's uh he's doing big things. He was up he uh, performed with Kara Sheard um last weekend. So yes, he did. Nice. Yeah, he's doing big stuff. He did. He okay. got some big times in the house. Yeah. Proud dad out here. Yes, he is. Proud dad. <laughs> Shameless plug. <laughs> I, just, I just want a room downstairs. We also have Mr. Paul Wilson Jr. who played Matthew. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. good to be here. Good. So I know you've been in two previous plays with Morris. Um, do you remember in the modern day Prodigal Son? And those are two he actually wrote, but we've actually acted in at least probably four or five plays together. Right. Okay. Wow. Okay. Okay. So you got a lot of credits under your belt as well. A few. A few. <laughs> a few. <laughs> Hopefully you know, many more to come. You know what? I want to say, cause I don't think I got to say it. When you did The Prodigal Son, that dad. Mm-hmm. Oh, he played, man. He played you that part, didn't he? He you, Thank you. Thank you. You was doing it. Thank you. You, you did it like he was his dad. Yes, right? for real. <laughs> Yeah. Almost hit him like. <laughs> 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 yeah. I said he put his soul in that. Yeah. <laughs> he actually is. I wanted to give you a award after that. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Yeah, that was. You getting some Denzel looks up there? <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. Because he's a star. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, if, if it was the actor, if, if the uh, character was believable, then I guess I, I did my job. You yeah. did. You yeah, absolutely, absolutely did. <laughs> So we also have Lorenzo Cunningham, who played John. How are you, sir? How you doing? I'm doing great. Good. So I hear that you are an independent film director. You're a writer. You're a gospel artist. You, you the jack of all trades. Modern day slash. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much an artist, man. I do some. I just think everything that God sending me to create, you know, yeah. I jump out there, man. A lot of I wanted a lot of opportunities. Couldn't get them, so I had to start creating my own. That's right. You know, I had to just start creating my own. That's where it was. I felt like, to be honest, just being real, I felt like my talent may not have been where, you know, where I could just get what I really wanted. So I was like, man, hold up. I can't wait for people to give it to me. Right. I just start creating everything, you know. That's awesome. That's the direction that I'm going in. Yeah. Okay. Building your own lane. I like that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Because it's like people now, you know, these days people just don't give it to you. Mm hmm. And it's not a lot of people willing to step up and create. That's right. Exactly. That's the scared lane. A lot of people try not to get in it. So, yeah. you know. Ooh, so. Especially like with that. our pigmentation. Yeah. Real tough. Real tough. So, yeah, I've been, so I've been blessed. You know, it's just everything I go out on, I can't say God provides, man. Like, I've been blessed, man. A lot of stuff mm-hmm. I would need a bigger budget to do. He's blessed me just, you know, whatever I need. He, he supplies. That's that faith walk right there. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it is. That's what's up. Mr. Morris Austin. Mr. Morris Austin. Hit that applause button. <laughs> right. right, we need to. <laughs> I don't need it. I don't need it. Creative genius behind this play. Steph, oh, the writer, actor, founder, CEO of Austin Creations. Yeah. I mean, husband, father. You, I mean, come on now. What else? What am I missing? Oh, man. I'm just the average Joe that. Oh, stop it. Stop it. Side of the street. Stop it. You stop know. it. That's all I am. Uh-huh. Okay. I, 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 man, listen. I'm just happy to be here. Okay. I'm happy. When it, did LeBron say that one day? Man, I ain't even supposed to be here. That is correct. <laughs> LeBron like say that? that. <laughs> I ain't even supposed to be here, bro. 
That's how I feel. <laughs> That's how I feel today. I ain't even supposed to be here, mm-hmm. man. I just uh most people, I mean, like y'all said, y'all saw some of my my work. Do you remember? Um, had a big hand in Modern Day Prodigal Son and now Steps. I'm a controversial uh, writer. Yeah. I, I, I write for the heart. I really don't write for comedy, but for some it's reason. It's an aspect. That's because that's just you. People end up laughing. <laughs> <laughs> just like that. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. But, yeah, I've, I've been blessed with this this mind and, and having to be been through experiences. Like you mm-hmm. said, as a father, stepfather, uh, I've I've been a I'm a stepson. I've been a stepson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just it's so much, man. You just you just try to put it all on paper. Yeah, there's so much more for me to put out. Oh, I'll get you. Yeah, man. I need scratch the surface. Hey, man, go can get we, that bag. The, my only request okay. is that if we can move it closer, closer to the city, to the city. praise God. <laughs> that was just bless you know, me so much. You know. <laughs> You know, people in the wilderness need (laughs) the wilderness. I feel like the more plays he comes out with, the further they go. I I just feel like next time we're gonna be in Alabama. I just really feel that way. But you know, you know what I realized? What I know? I realized Ashley that West Georgia they don't have nothing to do out here. Cause it ain't nothing out here. This is no offense to the West Georgia listeners. Right, I'm trying hard. I'm trying real hard not to interrupt right now. <laughs> it's not my podcast, but it is my church. <laughs> Word up now. You remember that commercial? What commercial was that? It, it was, and this is how I think mm-hmm. I've embodied this commercial. And it was just a whisper of a little girl. And she got on the commercial and she said, if you build it, they will come. That's a movie. Is that a movie? That's a movie. That was a commercial too, right? Maybe who knows? That's also a prophecy, uh, depending on who you're around. <laughs> who you're asking? <laughs> <laughs> I used to thought it was that creepy, and then I thought I was like, "Hey, yeah, let me create something for people to come to in an area that's just dry, and maybe I can, maybe I don't know. <laughs> I mean, the not this dry. But, y'all heard <laughs> it's not dry. Ain't no ministry that's going on right here. <laughs> in the spirit. It's just you know, like. There's no restaurants. There's no no Chick Fil A. There's no Chick Fil A. Took Chick Fil A. They got okay, plenty I'm of done. Bojangles I'm though. Did you yeah. say a premium? Pl- bo- plenty of Bojangles. Oh, I thought you said a premium. What I'm saying? What is no. that? There is a there is a Bojangles, <laughs> and there's a dollar store on every corner. You're gonna have a lot of edits on it. <laughs> <laughs> like ten, ten minutes. But let's keep in mind Pastor Felix D. Moten Who plays my superstar of Uh Mark Is from Carrollton And his church is placed right here in Bremen So this is the best town In his hood Ever Mm -hmm. Throw it up All right Throw it up All right Mm -hmm. Roger that And if you just saw his face right now Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm looking at it Like he he wants to say something I feel it I feel it I just love the Lord. <laughs> I heard my cry. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, uh, Mr. Austin, talk to me. Um, can you just give us a brief description <clears throat> of this amazing play? Yes. Slash um, slash. Let's not forget slash film. 
Yes. Yeah, yeah you put it on tape. Yeah. It is. You want a brief description? Just yeah. brief. You know, I can do that. I can okay. do that. I do. <laughs> no, I got I to gotta get used to this. I got to get used to doing this. No, Steps um, is a play about blended families. And this particular play uh, steps into the lives of four individual stepfathers who has their very own different trials and tribulations. And they get to come to life. I get to bring them to life on stage and uh, through film, which is something people have never seen before. True. So it, it it stretches the creativity. It enhances the acting and the drama. And you can put music behind everything. And you just kind of get to look into the struggle of of these stepfathers, man. It ain't it ain't it ain't all pleasant. Mm-hmm. You know, you think it's hard just to be a father. But now you're a stepfather. So it's it's like times 10. And most people just look at. You know, fathers, I mean, fathers in itself, I mean, look at Father's Day. Mm-hmm. Look, at, look at how we get treated on Father's yeah. Day. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, uh, you can tell that in stores. We get one aisle. <laughs> <laughs> no. Part of one aisle. <laughs> a kiosk. A kiosk. <laughs> That's what we get, you know. So the stepfather struggle, man. And and what I, I had to do this because if you look at everything that's been done with stepfathers, we're either the villain. Mm-hmm. Like the straight up antagonist, we're just doing everything horrible. Um, or it's made in comedy. You know, uh, you can refer to uh, Daddy's Home 1 and 2 with R- Will Ferrell mm. and Mark Wahlberg, you know. Perfect example. They laughed it up. It's funny. You know, you know, you can have fun with it. But there's a light where it needs to be shined, where it ain't all sunshines and rainbows being a stepfather so i got a chance to uh have an amazing cast of actors and crew to just make that thing come to life man and i'm i'm proud of every one of them oh oh hit you with the all i appreciate right 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 so what was your inspiration behind creating steps Oh man, my inspiration. Was you like on the thinker? Or Well, no. Well, Pastor knows. I honestly I was I was literally driving down the street mm-hmm. and I was in that what what's next type of mentality and mindset. I know I've been a stepfather for three years and I mean I can write a book on 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 everything that I have dealt with. I mean drama, drama, drama. So, man, I'm just riding down the street and I'm like, man, it's almost like God dropped the beginning and the end of it. Like, just boom, just dropped it. And I was like, dang, that's going to that's gonna be a tearjerker. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, let me call my pastor. Because most people, shoot, don't know that Pastor Moten is as holy and, and spirit filled as he is. Um, he's a man. Mm-hmm. He's a pastor, but he's a man, and he has been in a blended family for twenty-five years. Yeah. He shared his story with me, and I embodied it. Man, I embodied his story, and I was like, "Bruh!" And then Lorenzo, Lorenzo Cunningham, sitting right next to me as a stepfather, and I've actually sat and seen a situation. 
with him and his son. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, but it's real out here. <laughs> I did because Lorenzo is holy and spirit filled too. But that particular day, <laughs> the Holy Ghost left. He <laughs> left the building. He had to have a real man moment with this teenage man child that he's been raising. In his house, and I and I I start putting together the pieces, man. I'm mm-hmm. like, yo, yo, who else has a story to tell? <laughs> and I set four guys down, and I just realized, but we all have different stories. Yeah. Like none of us have a similar situation. So right. let's tell this story. Dang, that's real. Let's tell this story. Wow. So that was my inspiration, really, right there. Like, like let's tell the story that nobody wants to talk about. Everybody's running from this. They're running from yeah. it. It's uncomfortable. No, we don't want to talk about that. You know, you want to talk about a man's feelings. No, 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 no. He's a man, or is he machine? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, I I think I like. I definitely like the approach you took. Um, because like you said, I feel like the man is just painted as one. Y'all shouldn't have feelings, mm-hmm. and if you do, you just need to suck it up mm-hmm. and deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I appreciate that aspect of the play. Um, and I know, you know, you're absolutely right. I've definitely seen men villainize. Um, and honestly, I never thought of the challenges that comes with being a stepfather. I guess one, because I'm not a man. And two, because um, my father, you know, as I said before, my father wasn't there for 20 plus years. So I'm accustomed to men just ain't doing what they're supposed to do anyway. Mm. So it's foreign that for a man to actually step up and do you know, a good work and raise someone else's child. So that that was foreign to me. So to see some of the challenges yeah. um, that are presented with step parenting, I was like, hmm, okay. Open my eyes to a different way of thinking, something that I never would have thought of before. So you impacted me. Look at that. That's, that's what it's all about. <laughs> that's And that's my first time hearing your experience. Yeah. And it makes all the hard work we put in as actors and yeah. creators, it makes us be like, ah, we did it. Yeah. We'd, even if it's just one, we had a hundred people in the audience. Mm-hmm. But if you get that one person to say, mm-hmm. "Man, I ain't love this. I ain't never look at it like that." Yeah, I ain't know. Have. Yeah. And so, what kind of audience were you looking for when you when you when you was putting this together? Mm-hmm. Who was you trying to reach? Well, initially writing this, it was like I did it for us. I, I wanted to give us stepfathers a voice. So it was like, initially, you're like, man, I want to fill the whole room up with stepfathers. Get the bros together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you look deeper into the content. You're like, man, men need to see this. Like, if you're just right. a man. <laughs> and women, too. Yeah, and, and that because was... I really don't think, like I said, I, I really don't think we think about it in that manner. Yeah. You know, especially... I mean, just with someone who has a child, you mm. know, you're not. Because I saw, you know, one scene where the mother's trying to protect the child from this, right. you know, the stepfather in their right. discipline. So, I mean, I think that uh, that is shining a light on that as well, you know, to not be a hindrance yeah. in the parenting process. And that's when you got to come. You got to you got to put your surgical gloves on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you got to be careful because, of course, we want women in the building so they could see. Right. But. It's almost like, all right, we're going to put the women in the room with the men 
So now are the men going to stay in hiding? Yeah. Are they, are they, are they really going to be able to be like, man, I can embody this thing mm-hmm. fully, but I really can't because I don't know how she's feeling, thinking. I don't know how this ride home going to be. What's she going to say? I don't know because we've never had this conversation. Right. So it could be a little, it can be a little uneasy for some men. I won't say all men, but some men, it could be a little, because we are, we're different when we're not around our spouses. I don't know what you're talking about. He's a smooth. He he is the same. (laughs) The rest of (laughs) y'all. But if you remember, we had a lot of conversation. Uh huh. In practice, how we were, how we were going to actually portray, how hard we were going to go. Yeah. At women. Yeah, yeah. And and the whole point was we weren't trying to tear anybody down. We just want to be authentic. Right. So, but we were very careful though. That it wasn't gonna come off as just attacking, bashing, mm-hmm. yeah. but at the same time try to be authentic. So we, yeah. we wrestled with that a lot, um, just in our conversation mm-hmm. off stage. Mm-hmm. We want to be authentic, but how authentic can we be without tearing women down, right? right? And spouses down from from that standpoint. Yeah. So we were very trying to be very careful from Absolutely. that standpoint too. Mm-hmm. It was, and and that was the the best part about having a a a pastor. In the midst, you're literally sitting at the table with four ministers. I will say that because mm-hmm. we all minister in a way. Mm-hmm. But it was great to have the wisdom of uh, Pastor Moten because, like I said, he's 25 years in. Right. He's OG. Been, he's been doing this blended family thing oh, for no. a while. So if there's anybody, you could be like triple OG. Triple, oh, triple, triple. <laughs> how do we? <laughs> how do we approach this? How do we? Tiptoe, and and he always has nuggets for us after every rehearsal, just of how to handle. No, what you, what you don't want to do, young man. What you don't want to do is say oh, that. Yeah, right. what you don't want to do is right. do that. You know, here's how you approach it. Because guys like me and Lorenzo, we're like three, four years in, mm-hmm. uh, in our blended families and being married. And I got to take my hat off to Mr. Paul Wilson Jr. because he's the only one at the table that's not actually a stepfather. He made it out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Did he make it out real well? <laughs> I mean, hey, I'm just keeping it too real. You know Did he make it out? I'm not. I'm just not. Come on now. I'm not. I'm Come not on, going man. in. Talk about it. Talk about it. Run, Paul. <laughs> but he embodied it. He embodied it, and he made you. I don't think people would have, you know, they probably didn't know. They wouldn't have known. They wouldn't have known. I'll tell you what. I feel like um, something that he did that I really appreciated, uh, and this was in like the after after rehearsal uh-huh. conversations we had, is he respected it. Instead of, you know, he could have cast it off and said like, you know, it's another man whining about something about life or whatnot. Right. But he sat and, you know, as as Morris gave him these, this character, mm-hmm. he had to play it. But he also got a chance to hear us having conversations about because, you know, this is a play about stepfathers. Right. And we are stepfathers. Right. So we want to be authentic, but we don't want it to be a story that is so close to our own personal story that it comes off looking like we are trying to expose a spouse mm-hmm. or a child. Throwing mm-hmm. somebody out of the bus. Yeah, yeah. We're not trying to scar anybody. Right. But I appreciated the fact that when we were saying all this. It was mostly him going, wow, you know, just to, 
he was just feeling it. Right. And I, I really appreciated that about him because not being a stepfather, you know, it's it it has its challenges as well. Right. But it's it's just another level, man. It's another level. So I have a question for the cast then. So how did you feel when Morris approached you all um, to be in this play? Like, what was your initial reaction? How did you feel about it? Were you concerned about the topic or? Well, me personally, when he came to me with it, to be honest, I was like, man, I don't, deep down, I'm like, I don't know. You know, because it's a real situation for me. Right. And I know at any moment, just touching on them topics, you know what I'm saying? They right. can, you know, they can go another direction. So I was, at first, I was like, man, I don't know about this. Mm-hmm. Like, might have to get somebody who really act this because right. it's going to be real for me, you know, especially right. just depending on the scenario. So, but overall, I think it was a good thing. It was a great thing that needed to happen. Right. And, you know, I'm glad to be on part of it. But, you know, at first I can't say I was like, man, I just don't know. I was wrestling with that because I'm like, I know my wife going to be here. You know, I'm thinking right, about my right, family, right. you know, and I'm like, man, I hope they don't feel no type of way. Right. But then I got to that place where, okay, you know, we just got to gotta show what really happens. Right. You know? When right. he got there, he started trying to push us all off the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't going hard enough. <laughs> they need to know this. <laughs> Don't cut him no slack. <laughs> <laughs> word for word. <laughs> Like, man, I feel like you got more in you, boy. You ain't, you ain't, you ain't bringing it right here. That, that was that was dope. That was dope. I didn't feel that. Yeah, right. yeah. I, I you hold that. it back. Yeah. I think you hold it back. We in here now. It's like once we in here, Bro. we gotta go. It's right. like we finna do this. We finna do this. I'm you like, know, I what don't I'm feel comfortable. Right. <laughs> but as we go around the table, so talk about how, how was your what was your wife's response after she saw the opening night. Well, thanks, Mom. Oh, yeah. There you go. There you go. Thank you. That's good. good (laughs) Welcome to the Marshall Austin. That's good. That's good. He hit me with it. Overall, overall, man, she loved it. She she thought it was a great thing. You know, I had so many mixed feelings. You know, just wondering how would she feel about it. You know, just talking about these topics and scenarios, about them being real situations in our life. You know, so... Mm -hmm. But overall, man, she was so happy about it. You know, she said, we all did great. It's something that need to continue. And I was like, well, amen. You know, I appreciate that. So, that's a good thing. Okay, I'm going to ask you a real man question, though. Oh, Lord. <laughs> what, what was those those conversations before she saw it, though? Ah, man, before that, you know, it was, she kind of like, she support me in my craft. So, that's a good thing. You know, at, sometimes, at a time, it was a time where it wasn't so easy. But now... She see the path that I'm on, so I try to always keep her updated on what's going on in these productions, you know, how everything flowing. Because that way, if she see me stressing out, she won't think it's got something to do with her. Mm-hmm. You know, because in this production world, in this world, man, dealing with our own life and productions, and it can be stressful, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Some days, you know, your time, it's, it's work, you know what I'm saying? So I always make sure to keep her in the loop. That way, like I said, if you see me laying on the bed, like, you know, stressing like, damn, I gotta get up and go to work in the morning. You know, don't be mad. You know what I'm saying? Ain't hey, don't be mad at me about that. Just know, man, I'm dealing with things. I'm trying to get the strength to ma- just master this stuff one day at a time. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm glad that she was able to roll out with me on that in a smooth place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mr. Ball. Sure, <laughs> so I, I go back to the previous question. <laughs> <laughs> How did you feel? How did you feel? <laughs> Run. <laughs> right, right. But initially, and, and 
as Pastor was saying earlier, um, not being a stepfather, my initial thought was, is this a, that big of a deal? To be honest with you, right? Because I, I understand if you had written a play and said this is going to be about stepchildren. Yeah, I, children go through it the most, right? Yeah, let's do it. Or even about single mothers, right? Because we always hear about single mothers, and I got enough friends who are single mothers. So yeah, that's that's a plight that they deal with. Yeah, let's let's go in. But stepfathers, like who who talked about stepfathers? Mm-hmm. Why would you come up with a play nobody want to see? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like an extreme thought, but that was kind of my initial. However, once I started listening, right, and and seeing and hearing people's stories and hearing what was really going on, um. And and then Pastor, he would joke, but ask me questions like stuff that I never even would consider. He would say stuff, and we'd be leaving rehearsal. He said, "When you, when you go home tonight, how's it feel to go home to your own child?" And I'm just thinking in my head, I never thought about it like that because it's always mm-hmm. been mine. I never had to compete with mm-hmm. anybody in terms of my children's attention to think that they would love anybody else, right, or look to anybody else as a father. Never crossed my mind. But once he would say stuff like that, I was like I started having to think. And so, and so actually it did allow me to go back to, to my, when I was growing up, I had a, um, a niece that was born to my older sister um, and she was a single parent and then their relationship didn't work out. So later on in life, when my sister got, got married to someone different than her father, my niece's father, mm-hmm. but during the holidays now, so I raised my niece when I was a teenager, I was a young, raised her all the way up. So she was ours. Mm-hmm. Right. Not just my sister. She was all of ours. Mm-hmm. But then the father would come by and take her away. So I, I tapped into that emotion mm-hmm. to help me get ready for this of how I felt just as an uncle, mm-hmm. let alone a stepfather, you know, knowing that. Or even a dad. Or even a dad, right? Mm-hmm. Um, competing for my niece's attention when it's, it's our holiday. What are you doing here? Mm-hmm. That kind of mindset. So that helped me kind of get into the character mode. And then, of course, talking to um the the gentleman who whose character I was kind of portraying from a you know somewhat 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 of a, a life perspective and just getting his thoughts that just kind of helped me really get into the mode of why why this really is critical really is important As, of all the things we deal with as men um, to be a stepfather you add that on top of being especially if you if you're a black man you know you we in the south and from mm-hmm. a job you know church I mean all the stuff we're dealing with now you're also a stepfather how many more issues right are layered on top of mm-hmm. everything else we as men have to deal with mm-hmm. right so so it's, it's critically needed this conversation because nobody's having it as more said earlier if they haven't typically it's the bad stepfather or the irrelevant mm-hmm. goofy stepfather mm-hmm. that you know is is yeah. is, is a, a butt of everybody's jokes mm-hmm. yeah. yeah you get the yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> just brush them off right you know what i mean irrelevant you know yeah. goofy you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah so okay um, show me yeah. Um, when he when he talked to me about it, I, I almost want to say we were riding in the car together. You know, we we do that quite a bit. But um, when he talked to me about it, I literally cheered from inside because um, I have experienced it, and and I've had. I don't want to make this sound, you know, romanticized. Say it. I've had a glorious experience. It's been eye-opening. <laughs> <laughs> my my heart is opened up, and it's like God's glory is just poured out. There were days when it just felt like stuff that you don't want to discuss with nobody. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, there would be nowhere for you to run with your emotions. Mm-hmm. Because if, if, you, if you have jealousy, you know, 
and you think, wow, I don't have an opportunity. Nobody I can have all to myself. I have, everybody I got to share with somebody else. Mm-hmm. And people will look at you and say, you're being childish. Now, you already know it's the situation. It's just, well, almost as if to say, like you tell a small boy, you know, suck it up. Don't cry. Mm-hmm. These are real emotions right. that a man has. And it's amazing to me how how people just belittle that. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a struggle. And uh, when he did it, I said, man, if you do this right, I remember looking in his eyes. I said, <laughs> if you do this right, you are going to allow so many men to breathe because it's they have they've literally like it's like like people in a cell that spent years trying to pick a lock and now they're this is, this is where they're at they're like forget it you know and they just live and they're on pause their whole life is on pause and they're just waiting for i guess for life to expire because you don't expect it to get any better and that's that's a place of despair you've lost hope right and to to give me a narrative for my emotions for you to just say to me okay Maybe this is what you're feeling. Maybe you're feeling what Luke is talking about. Maybe it's not Luke. Maybe it's Mark. Maybe it's maybe it's John. You know, maybe it's Matthew. And as you look through these this catalog of guys, you get a chance to say, wait a minute. So that's real. You know, mm-hmm. that's what I felt. Mm-hmm. And and he, he gave us a narrative. And I, I thought, man, it was just amazing to sit and watch men in the audience that were just, you know, represented. Mm hmm. For the first time, mm-hmm. you know, I can tell you 25 years I've been married. I've never seen a play about stepfathers, never seen one that cared about it. The only fathers that get depressed are the deadbeat dads, right. mm-hmm. the father that right. left. Nobody talks about stepfathers. They're the most unsung heroes amongst us. Yeah. They do the dirty work. Yeah. Yeah. They and don't get no credit. Right, 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 right. <laughs> that's... that's. That's, you said they expendable. That's your word. That's the expendables. That's the movie. Y'all just describe what your what your words. Yeah. They don't get no credit. Mm-hmm. They come in and do the dirty work. Y'all saw Sylvester Stallone. You're right. I, I love that movie. Y'all saw all three of them. Y'all saw that. Nobody, nobody will ever know their name. <laughs> and they're in and out. In and out. Right. That's how Luke. That's how Luke felt. That's how Luke felt. <laughs> <laughs> so, know, can, can I say one thing? Go ahead, quick? go ahead, go ahead. I will say this much, and this this is kind of goes along with our culture, mm-hmm. you know, and 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 I guess anybody, but our culture in particular, most most of the best comedy comes out of tragedy, and yeah. I yes. do believe that a large reason that um, things like you that you do are comical mm-hmm. is because we don't know how to immediately engage pain. It's like if you tell if you hit me with truth real hard, I'm gonna I'm gonna start looking around to see who who saw me get hit and try to you know shrug it off and make a joke out of it because it's easier. Yeah, it's camouflage. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I think that night it was literally like like you putting medicine in some ground beef and feeding it to the dog, and the dog is so happy to get the ground beef he doesn't even know he got the medicine until he's halfway home. Mm-hmm. That's exactly why I think comedy kind of it kind of. Uh, envelops some of the stuff that you do and that night i saw it i saw it in a big way that's that's what's up yeah so it was amazing yeah it was there yeah it was, it was there um do any of you guys can relate to any of the characters y'all did sound like they can right yeah, the way it was, the we, we are the characters on some level we are, we are. Okay. yeah okay. some level i know the one thing that i appreciated too is that you brought up um 
there was a, a little at the end mm-hmm. you know snippet that dealt with suicide mm-hmm. and that whole mental health aspect mm-hmm. um i definitely think within the black community that we don't talk about mental health a lot no we know? don't our whole thing is we don't need a counselor all we need is jesus and that's fine mm-hmm. jesus is great mm-hmm. but you can also have a counselor too you know mm-hmm. yeah. and i think everything is people just holding in just us as a community we hold stuff in um but in particular particular to this play dealing with the stepfathers um one character just got so overwhelmed with just everything that they were just ready to end it all um so i think it was important that you showed that aspect um and to encourage men to really deal with their feelings and to you know be open and to find that sounding board you know like it was a group of four guys where you can just talk among yourselves yeah to kind of work those things out so that you don't get to a point where it's like i'm done yeah you know yeah. yeah, and you know I'm I'm glad she brought that up. I was gonna wait to the end. Were you? <laughs> yes, I was gonna wait to the end to bring it up. But <laughs> about the 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 <laughs> the mental health aspect, yeah, yeah, yeah. and yes, I'm yes. A, I'm a big advocate of that because being a black man, talk about it. It's in society now. The stigma is it's not okay for you to fail mm. anything. Mm-hmm. We're just told to go to work, shut up, and, and keep it going. Money. Right, keep I, keep your head up, <laughs> shut up, and get this money. Mm-hmm. You know, and and then if you look at all the things that's coming out with the celebrities, especially the black guys, I'm just yeah, the black guys because they're the ones who get crucified. Mm-hmm. If you look at their story, you know, of why they did something, it's something. It's always a story behind it. Mm-hmm. You know, what drove them to do that. And this, that, and the other. And, you know, you see it on your, your BETs, your unsungs, and all that. And then you go like, well, somebody knew he needed some help, but they didn't, he didn't help him. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, us as black men were raised yeah. to suck it up. Yeah. Just like the pastor said, suck it up. You know, it's not it's not okay to say anything. And I know one thing he mentioned at the end, how, you know, riding the car. And the wife looks at him, so that's how I that's how I talk to you. That's how I look at you. And you just you just talk it up. Nah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> right, you know, you just you, shut you me down. You didn't you didn't swallow it yeah, up. Yeah, it's gone. Cause once you once you let it out, it's it's like a monster. Right. And then they're then you know, you that is the name feelings. Like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't I didn't know it. Then you Hold on, baby. I'm sorry. You gotta put her. To, yeah, yeah. You gotta put her back together. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you know, I I really appreciate, and you know, that is that's with all your shows yeah. that I've noticed. Did you uplift us? Yeah. And Thank you. I appreciate that. And see, you know, shout out to Tyler Perry. Shout him out. What up? He does amazing things. He does amazing. Things. Great, amazing things. He does. But one of the negatives that I have with him okay. on some of his things, he does sometimes show us in a negative light. Mm. And it, it, he had a pattern. Sometimes. <laughs> I'm being nice. <laughs> being real nice. So he had a pattern where he would just, it was just always bashing us. We was always in the jail, the deadbeat dad. We couldn't get no job. We didn't have no self-esteem, no backbone. And I got tired of that. And then it was just, you know, why we got to look 
so bad. You know, you got this platform. Why do we have to be that mm-hmm. to show that we're okay, that we're good, that we're because we already got the stigma from from everybody else that we ain't good. We just yeah. Yeah. game bangers going to jail, rappers. Yeah. yeah. All we want to do is play basketball. Uh huh. I tell you why he did it. He wanted to be relatable. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Instead of giving you a superhero. Because more people mm-hmm. relate to that yeah. than the the stepfather play. Like I said, this was an eye opener for me, you know. Mm-hmm. So more people can relate to everything that that Tyler has done in some of his plays. <laughs> you know, the whole they got baby dads in jail. I mean, listen, I ride a train to work. Okay, downtown, I hear some stories, and I'm like, girl, what he did? Girl, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so that's what the people know. Yeah, you right. know, so if you were to present the same people with this play, they'd be like, huh, interesting. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, and and see, that was one of my things. I was like, you know, I, at first when he started doing it, it was it was cool, but it was kept being a trend. And I was like, well, you know, you're already telling me something that I already know that everybody else yeah. knows in the world. Tell us something that yeah. it is not being talked about. And that's what you did with this play. I'll say one thing and then I'll let you talk, Paul. I, uh, my, one of my favorite movies was daddy's little girls. And I mean, yeah. I love the movie. The yeah, acting, I love the movie. And I, so I had me and my best friend, you know, I'd be like, Hey man, let's watch daddy's little girl. And he was like, he was uninterested. He was like, man, I don't feel like watching black people struggle right now. <laughs> and you got to think about that when right. you when you try to get put yourself in a mood to watch a movie mm-hmm. even though you know it's good you're like yeah. okay what i'm gonna watch today and that's depressing if that's what you think about when you think about a particular movie Man, i don't feel like watching black people struggle right now let me let me watch something else mm-hmm. so it's almost like wow like maybe we should start writing stuff that can maybe give us some power Hmm. Show mm-hmm. us in a different light, mm-hmm. you know. While we all we gotta be in the hood mm-hmm. and the wife beater, mm-hmm. you know, do You know, yeah. can mm-hmm. we change up Absolutely. the maybe just a little bit? Not saying that he hasn't done that. I mean, with his TV yeah, 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 show, yeah, yeah. the haves and the have nots, it took him a minute. Now he's he done can, some awesome work. Yeah, he can show the rich, the rich yeah. black folk. Shout out to Tyler, the rich black mm-hmm. folk. But me personally, I would love to see. um some black superheroes, man, and they don't even have, don't to have, have enough. A, they don't have to have a cape on either. Nope, they can be daddy. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah, I like that. Cause I mean, to be honest, you know, our, our black superhero, they get old. You know, Denzel, Wesley Snipes. Blade was my boy. You know what I'm saying? They get old. Past the 57. I can't. I can't relate to Michael B. My age. Matter of fact, I might be older than him. Black blade is a butter knife. <laughs> 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 ain't cutting nothing. Ain't cutting nothing right now. Nope. Ain't cutting no nothing. Ain't cut up. I might go a little further. Sit the pointy A. I mean, Idris Elba. He cut me up, man. Yeah, Idris. I like Idris. Yeah, I like his versatility. Um, I you have to respect Denzel because he now he's embodying telling certain stories. You know. Um, he wants to tell a story that, that, that he's choosy. He's particular about what he chooses to be Very in now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I, and you have to be like that. You really do in this world. Mm-hmm. You know, just keep doing the same old stuff. Okay. We know the narrative. We know the stereotypes, but right. let's switch it up. 
Yeah. Let's switch. Or you're going to get those folks like Luke. You're yeah. going to get a young stepfather, mm-hmm. immature. Yeah. He, I can even go to add he didn't have his father. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or any kind of his male role models was the brothers he's sitting at the table with. Yeah. Wow. And then at some point in time, they had to move on with their life. Right. They had to start families. And him being the youngest, immaturest guy, jumping into a situation called love, uh, probably had the savior complex mm. where he saw a woman with a child, beautiful, mm-hmm. you know, and says, I can love you and I can love her. I'll take care of you. I got mm-hmm. you. And he jumps into something not knowing what the cost is. Mm-hmm. It's a price tag on that woman. Mm-hmm. My God, my God. And mm-hmm. now he's in it. And he's trying his best. There's men that absolutely try their best. They put their best foot forward. Sir. Yeah, you're human. You're going to make mistakes. You, 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 you're flesh and blood. You know, you're not perfect. But if you're trying and you're trying and you're trying and you're starting to feel like, man, ain't nothing working. Yeah. And then you get to a breaking point where you actually, what you deem as your everything, your wife, your child that you pour into. You almost got to really like go overboard just to get this child's affection because she's not yours. Mm-hmm. You have to live with that every day. Every day. Every day. She don't have nothing on her that looks like me from a young baby to even when she grows older. So it's almost like a reality that everybody in the house can pull my card at any moment. Mm-hmm. You're not the father. Mm-hmm. At any moment, you can pull my card and... I got to pretend like I'm tough. You know, that don't bother me. I'm good. I'm good. And you got you got one of them young cats, man, who just jump into some stuff, don't know the cost, and they lose everything. Mm-hmm. And they don't know how to handle that. Yeah. And that's when the depression sinks in. Mm-hmm. That's when the emasculation Mm. sinks in look the thor's words yeah right. <laughs> yeah when oh, when you feel there, when that when that's gone <laughs> think about it if that's gone if you're emasculated and everybody here knows what you're that means <laughs> everybody knows the definition of it everybody can see it in their head for a man if that's gone what what's why what's why am I living? Why am I living? Hmm. So your manhood has yeah, been taken from you. It's yeah. been your manhood's been taken from you. It's castration. It's yeah. You, woo, castration. I I don't have none of the stars words. I got nothing. Wow. So just 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 <laughs> we we want people to think about that. We just <laughs> we just <laughs> I just I just wanted to portray something real. I ain't wanna, you know, beat around the bush with it. Yeah. Let's just show it what it is. You know what I mean? It is what it is. Sometimes we don't know what a particular woman is asking for. You want a man or you want a machine? Mm. I, I is men out there that have to ask permission from their wives to be a man. Baby, can I be a man today? Okay, baby, you can have your testicles today, but bring them, but turn them in at the end of the night. Okay, I need them back. Wait a minute, we got to check our policy. 
I mean, I'm sorry. I just had to. Sign them out and sign them back in. Oh, man. Until I get these back. You didn't reach your limit for the month. Huh? And you that little kid that got to sit in the corner. Can I, can I, can I play with the other kids? That's, that's, a, that's all. That's essentially the stepfather. Wow. But, but that's why it's, <laughs> that's why it's important that somebody else tells those stories, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because as we were talking earlier with other filmmakers, because and it goes back to motivation, right? Yeah. If you only want to tell a story to make some money, yeah, it's easy to just replicate what already is out, out there, there, right? Yeah. Right. If I know certain things work: sex, drugs, money, right? Women. Yeah. I just create that if I'm only worried about making money. Yeah. Right? But if you want to make an impact, mm-hmm. now let's find a real issue. Right, a real issue. Thank you, Pastor. That people nobody's talking about. Yeah, but that people want to hear about. Right, and that that's exactly you know what you did. Because even you know, if we go back to I said the Cosby Show, yeah. right? There were doctors and lawyers around before the Cosby Show showed mm-hmm. up. Yeah, but nobody was telling that story exactly because right. it wasn't dramatic. Yeah. Right, but then all of a sudden, somebody comes and puts it in front of our faces, and be like, "Man, that's that's amazing!" Mm-hmm. Like people, two married couples can make a lot of money together mm-hmm. and have a healthy family yeah. mm-hmm. and have a lot of kids, mm-hmm. right? And do all these had the kids go to college, and it became a revolutionary thing. Although we've been doing that for a minute, mm-hmm. but on. nobody put it on TV because nobody thought they could make money from doing it. Right. Talk about it, right. 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 right? And so it goes back to again. Again, different people have different motivation, not to judge anybody's motivation, but I know yours is, I want to help people. Yeah. So I think telling these stories now, I think then opens up the door to, for people to not listen to you mm-hmm. for the next story you decide to tell uh, from, from that standpoint. Yeah. 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 It hits home. It's 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 personal, so. You got my juices flowing, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I see you over there. I see you over there just. over holding this arm down. <laughs> I feel like you got something to say. You got something right. to say? Oh, say it. Oh, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you the, the the struggle of the stepfather is this in a nutshell. Okay. You you have to you have to pretend that your greatest fear is actually not a reality. Hmm. And you see hmm. people they try to they try to reframe and repackage stuff all the time because we we think everything is head. It's sometimes it's heart. You know. Um, shout out Howard Thurman. But anyway, mm-hmm. there is, um, think about it from the standpoint, you know, I remember when it became a bad word to say stepfather. He said, well, I'm not stepfather, you know, mm. he's, she's my, really my father. And I'm like, you know, all the time, if we get a test, you ain't. <laughs> <laughs> but you saying this to make everybody feel better. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Putting the right. band-aid the on it. The thing is, the new thing is, um, well, I'm not stepfather. We, 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 we use the word plus parent. I'm mm. like, or, or bonus children. My bonus I've heard children. Bonus, yeah. yeah. And I'm bonus like, my bonus dad. I'm like, yeah, get out of here with all of that. Who's <laughs> 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 that? You, you ever go to the dentist and they come and shoot you up and then they come back five minutes later and they start doing work and you're like, uh uh. Like, you can feel that? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, look, all these new names, mm-hmm. it's not killing the pain, bro. <laughs> right. I still feel it. Bonus and it's no, nothing's going to take it away because uh, as long as I can work an entire year. And break my back to provide for someone, and then somebody else can give them a book of matches, and they they throw a party for them for that. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah. that, it's just nothing that nothing's gonna change that. 
And and you know, I mean, what he just said, God, if, if that wife, the woman who has that child does not come to the rescue of that man, I guarantee you there are more loops in households than there are the other three men that are in, that are in this play. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. And they suffer in silence. They wonder why they come home late, why they come home drunk. They're going somewhere to medicate the pain. That's Ooh, real. Got a mask. That's real. So what advice would you all give to a young man who was potentially thinking about pursuing a young lady who has a child or to the young man who's newly married and is trying to navigate the challenges of marriage plus um, the bonus children, this word we don't like. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Or for even a guy who's been in a couple of years and still struggling with that aspect. Like what advice would you all give to those men? Ooh, I I think this is a segment for pastor uh, Felix D. Moten. (laughs) So I'm going to give my answer. And okay. then I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna defer to him. Um, what I would say to that guy, mm-hmm. that young man that just fell in love with this beautiful angel that fell from the sky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> hey, bruh, listen, this ain't no game. Like if you're gonna come, if you're gonna come in, bro, you first of all, you're gonna need Jesus. I truly believe in that. I feel like I I didn't get through half of my situations. Uh even just just oh my goodness. Half I mean, it, it, I'm talking about drama. I'm talking about a baby daddy who wanted to end my life. Wow. Because I was taking his place in his mind. Wow. And he was furious. I'm talking about showing up at the front door, trying to get me to come outside, showing up to the drop off with his boys, with his guns, with I'm talking about. You never know what you're going to get. It's risk is it's a it's a risky business. So I wasn't supposed to have this long of an answer. I was no, no, no. no. I went back to the night of the play. (laughs) (laughs) It's risky, brother. (laughs) Oh, that was cool. That was a dope line, bro. Just know, just know. (laughs) You, hey, man, hey, you gonna have you? It's an investment, young man, and you may not get no return at the end. Wow, that's all I'm saying. I'll say this. Um, you gave several different scenarios for the guy that's actually considering marrying a woman with a child. I'll say if he's not grown, he should abort the mission. Wow. Hit the button. Mm-hmm. He should back out because it is not for uh, the faint of heart. Uh, you you probably need to get some counseling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, seriously, and the mental health thing, I would get I would get her and myself checked because you, you step into this thing. It's. It's going to be an emotional roller coaster for people that are well. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. You know, and the more that you can work towards getting some some degree of wholeness mm-hmm. before you step into it, the better. Because if if you're not prepared to be in a relationship with somebody else and their ex boyfriend for the rest of your life, wow. You just need to go ahead and stop now. Yeah. They're not going anywhere. Nope. The child's going to grow up and look more like the person your your wife used to go with. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you you might as well go ahead and get strap them on now. It's Ooh. it's real. Right. At Christmas time, be prepared to get uh, a gift from three different grandparents mm-hmm. for the child. Mm-hmm. Be prepared for the gift that's coming to be better than the gift that you bought uh-huh. because uh-huh. you can't afford to do that because you pay for everything, everything else. else. Yeah, you know, be prepared for the child to say, "I want to go to my daddy's house this weekend." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that feeling. Mm. In that moment that you just gotta bite down and just like, that's you know, real. Be prepared. If you're insecure, you don't don't do it because you you know your wife's gonna be having conversations with her ex. If you if you one of these dudes is gonna be you know trying to burn the house down because you're jealous or whatnot, right, back right. out now. And you right. know you know a good thing about all of that is you got you get a chance to. You get a chance to see if that's what you really want. That's what I like about it. You know, nobody's forced into this position. You know what I'm saying? We end up in it because we made a decision. But like I said, the overall good thing is you get a chance to examine the situation, which you're in. There's so many different situations about to be in a stepfather. You got families where you got to deal with the baby father. You got Mm -hmm. some where dad may be even dead, Mm -hmm. maybe even in jail for life, may just don't want to come around. So you're a stepfather, so it's certain things you ain't even got to worry about. It's other things that the kid starts to grow up and he feels, you know, he's already feeling like he's he got the absent father. So you got a whole other role to play that's different than the next stepfather. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to now raise that. You really got to let him know I am your father. Like, it's a whole other level. You re- It's different. It just feels different. Yeah. Just trying to really be that void because he ain't got no father to call. You know, right, right. all he got is you. So it's different. So I just tell anybody, man, definitely take your time and think about it. See if that's really what you want. Because if you came in, it's just because uh, the mo- the mom's hot. You know, I like how she look. Yes, sir. If you just attracted to her looks and all of that oh, stuff, oh, man. Oh, after that wedding over, you get home and you done got that house and you paying that mortgage, working hard every day. Mm-hmm. And it's on. really tapping into your life. Yeah, and it's, script, and it's scripting you down, you know. So once you go through all of that stuff, that's when the real deal hit. It let you know if you really for this. Like, and then it's too late. Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? So you got to catch it from the jump. You really Mm got to examine from the jump. Can I take this? Let me say this, too, for every person that might be watching. And um, let me get in the mic. For those people that are watching, and, you know, I ain't trying to bash nobody. You know, shout out to um, uh, the Smiths, Red Table Talk and all that. Shout out to uh, (laughs) Alicia Keys and my man. What's her husband? Swiss Beats. Thank God for them. I think it's wonderful what they're doing and how they're they're saying this is we've grown and we've matured and we can come together. Look, a lot lot of stuff can happen when you millionaires. Facts. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I I guarantee you that you ain't going to be sitting up chilling with you and your wife and her ex-man in the middle... Uh, range income because there's no book kind there's no book deals there's no revenues coming from this Mm-mm. you know when they put a book out everybody gets paid right. this is a nice smooth secret way to handle child support it too really right. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> real, you know what i'm saying so i don't want people to you know superman can fly on television but you live in real life you don't see people flying around just don't don't buy into stuff so quickly and think, well, we can do that. I'm telling you, it's not that simple. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not. not that simple. It's not. 
It's, not. it's amazing because you know that that what you're talking about, man. They be on vacations together. I'm like, yeah. who doing nah, that? I ain't I ain't to see who that, signed off on yeah, that? I, don't like, yeah, that's right. I ain't trying to. Hear that. <laughs> so who signed I off? Like, people like, no. What Kool Aid? What Kool Aid was they drinking? And what I don't like, what I don't like is when somebody look at me like I need to grow up. I'm like, I ain't grown yet. Like you said, it works for the media, though. When they, cook, they put that picture out on Boss with media takeout. Yeah. You get paid for that stuff. Yeah. Man, I ain't trying to see that, man. <laughs> <laughs> I done gave up enough. I ain't giving them enough, bro. Mm-hmm. Straight up. Right. What? Wow. <laughs> I had another thing. <laughs> I'm going to slide this mic away from you for a second. And I'll just add this little piece. Um, as I said, not not being a stepfather but it goes back to really anybody getting to a marriage it's premarital counseling yes right amen mm-hmm. and 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 in this case it's almost another level of premarital counseling yeah you need like family counseling right be- before you jump in mm-hmm. and and i don't know how many people actually talk about that or do that in advance and even if the husband and wife are getting counseling especially if you have older children who need to sit through and can sit through if they're two or three maybe not but if they're older than that and are aware of what's going on, you probably need some family counseling yeah. prior to right um, step jump in that room right and, and do whatever else you need to do. Uh, you know what I mean to, to get married. So I, I just throw that piece in there too. I think that's that's a critical aspect of it uh, of the process of the preparation. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah. you know what I was told coming in. By grandma, mama, and everybody in them, they was like, okay, well, y'all married. Well, listen here, dear. This is the first time for all of us, so bear with us. Mm. Wow. Mm. Oh, so we all going to ride this <laughs> <laughs> together. Okay. Can you explain that a little further, what you said? Uh, that, that's, that's what I was told. They said, listen, dear, we we didn't plan for all of that to happen over there, you know, and him not being in her life. But since it didn't work and you are her husband, you know, I mean, we, we still. You got to pick up the pieces now. Huh? Mm-hmm. You know, we never been through this before. So uh, it's new for all of us. So bear with us. That's special. Uh huh. That's <laughs> what I was told. Mm-hmm. And I said, mm. okay. But you was told it's after the fact. Uh, yeah, I was not already before. in it. I was, and I was, yeah. I kind of. You kind of take that conversation in stride. You say, oh, okay, okay, cool. Because you, you still don't know what's going to happen. Right. right. So every time something happens, they look at Morris. They look, what's he going to do? What's he going to do? Oh, he done, he done showed up to the door. And da, 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 da. Morris, you okay? Everybody checking on Morris. I'm, I'm good. Straight. You know? Right. I'm just going to write a play about it later. <laughs> <laughs> Best man style. <laughs> I know how to shoot back. <laughs> Come on now. Get a coin. I to drop one very vital point in as well with what he said. Because mm-hmm. uh, I get this a lot. When you set up marriage counseling, do it before you set the date. Because mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I think some people That's think good. marriage counseling <laughs> is like the flowers or the cassage or the dress. It's not part of the wedding. Right. It is yeah. what you do to find out if we're going to have a wedding. That's deep. That's good you know, and people That's waste a lot ask. of money. Because mm-hmm. I do marriage counseling, and we go for the jugular. We go in because I'm like, and I'm just having surprises. You That's know, right. if you're gonna, this is mm-hmm. not like marriage is a beautiful thing. 
Do you have a job? <laughs> Come on, What's your you know credit I mean? score? Hello? Exactly. Real, Where are y'all going to live? Correct. Are you going to have children? Uh-huh. How many children? Mm-hmm. How far apart? Mm-hmm. Does she have a career? Are y'all going to try to get degrees after this? Where is this relationship going to go? Where are we going to live? How are you going to maintain this? What yep. church are we going to? Mm-hmm. Do you shout or do you just sit quietly? Right. You know, these are questions mm-hmm. that folks need to ask. You know, and if are you dreaming about the house your daddy built? Mm-hmm. Can you live over here in this tent and feel love? <laughs> That's real talk, though. That is. Because if you can't, wow. we need to abort the mission. That's Hit right. the button. You know, and people are scared to have those conversations because they're thinking, we'll just go ahead and get together. And in the end, God will work it out. No, mm-hmm. in the end, you're just going to get out. <laughs> you straight right. up. Yeah. So out. I'm just saying, don't, don't, don't set the date, yes, book the room, amen. and then have counseling. Have counseling. Instead, people already got their mindset that we get precisely. Right. Already, it don't right. matter what you can tell them anything at a certain point. Yeah, it's not stopping it. If they you really love a person, you be process. like, "We gonna work it out. You will change. God can do anything. You will change tomorrow." Exactly. Ain't nobody stopping that mission. Once exactly. that marriage pop up, it's hard for somebody to say, "You know what? We need to just." And you know what's funny? It takes a mature person. As much as people, do. as much as people claim, uh, pastors, church leaders, whatever, however you want to call them, are are prophetic voices. Mm-hmm. If, if you were to tell them, I don't believe this is God, they don't want to hear that. Mm-mm, mm-mm. So I'm like, if, if you're not prepared to hear that, why are we, go, why are we doing this? You Waste came to me because you thought I could see further. Mm-hmm. If I tell you what I see, you don't want to hear it. So it's a difference in being blind and blindfolded. Step on off and do your thing. You know what I'm saying? You don't, if that's what you're going to do, do that. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. as real as I can put it. Wow. I messed around wow. and put the steps on the show. Wow. <laughs> I know Fimbo and I are big proponents of uh, counseling. No doubt. Specifically yeah, yes, yes. premarital counseling. I know a couple episodes back we talked about that and how critical it was yes. for us. Yes. And it was a learning, mm-hmm. even though we had known each other, like we said, for over 18 years. Mm. Been best friends. You know, we went in. We know each other. Nothing. And you'd be amazed. We got like, there. He asked this question. I said, We, we both was like, That is a good question. Do you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like, hmm, I've never. Yep. It was. Precisely. It was. Right. Precisely. Right. When you think you know somebody. Right. When you, or when you, when you think you know anything. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because you're stepping into uncharted territories. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It's another world, man. It's risky business. You know, and I I enjoy you guys' stories. Yes. You know, I'm gonna tell a little short one. Please. Yes. That uh, your show. (laughs) It is. Thank you for (laughs) acknowledging (laughs) that. Give it back to him. Give it back. (laughs) Thanks for giving me the mic. Yes. You know. So yes, um, God has blessed me with my best friend. Come on. And my wife. Oh, you beautiful wife. Oh man. And I am truly humbled. That you know, I was able to get out. Yeah. But you know, I'm gonna tell a story, a little, little short story. Okay. You know, I've shared this with the wife, so okay. she knows. She now knows. I'm so, here like, what story? Right. <laughs> so, right. so, just, a, just a just <laughs> just um, you know, what gave me some thought, you know, while I was watching the play is, you mm-hmm. know, when I was dating mm-hmm. before, way before me and my wife got together, oh, you know, <laughs> as I. <laughs> Now you in it now. <laughs> <laughs> you in it now. Be strong, brother. Be strong. <laughs> you know, the the thing was to juggle. I don't have any. We don't. I don't have any kids. Right. Yet. Now we're well, on the way now. But, right. But um, the thing was the was the dating. 
you know, you get some with, some without. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then, you know, I was just like, okay, how's this going to work? Mm-hmm. So, end up getting with one who had two kids. Mm-hmm. Mm. And what made me hit the eject button. Okay. <laughs> he gave me wisdom. There it is. He gave me the eject button. But what what it was was she was having a birthday party. For one of the children. Right. And probably ain't been seeing each other maybe two months, maybe three. Okay. And, you know, she told me about the birthday party. And I couldn't make the birthday party. You couldn't make it. Had oh. to work. Oh. Couldn't get off. Okay. You know, I, I, haven't, I ain't met, none of the, you know, I met the kids, but I ain't met none of the other parents. Got you. So I felt like, you know, it's not a big deal. But because I didn't make that birthday party. She's passed out on me. No, she didn't. Yes. I asked, was their daddy there? No. Uh-huh. But you passed out on me. Mm. I knew right then I needed to go. <laughs> That's deep. This ain't. This not going to work. Do not pass go. Do not collect so much I ain't their daddy. Right. <laughs> me and you haven't even got right. to that level. Yeah. And you passed it out on me because mm-hmm. I couldn't be your trophy. Mm-hmm. That's some deep stuff. Because right you're expendable. You was already an expendable. I, I knew, you know. <laughs> was a pre-expendable. You was right there on the line of risky business. Luke. You get the shortest yeah, right. stick every time. <laughs> and that's a deep story, man. So I had to, I had to get out, man. And I, and what a I, blessing. And I, <laughs> I mean, word, what a blessing. Yeah. That you made it out, dude. Mm-hmm. He said I made it out. I had to get out. Because a lot of men are already whipped in at that moment. Like, right. they're like, I gotta, right. I'm sorry, baby, make it up. And then you right. feel like you got to fight harder. You roll on into that. Mm-mm. That's a good move, man. Yeah, was... You play chess, man. I... <laughs> <laughs> sound... It sounds so bad. And we, we are not at all suggesting that, you know, you you cannot marry a woman who has a child right. and have a wonderful experience. I I've raised my daughter from two months old, mm-hmm. and we've been through preschool, we've been through elementary, through high school, dating, fighting, making up. You know, I take her to lunch dates and things of that nature. I I escorted her on the field when she was in the homecoming court. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, seen her march, uh, get her degree from Georgia State. She's, it's been a dream. Mm-hmm. But that is work. Yeah. Yeah. It's real work. And I don't mean like if she's watching this, I don't mean that to sound like like she made it drudgery. It, it had nothing to do with her. It was everything that surrounded it. Because mm-hmm. it's like what he has, I can I have to pretend to have. Mm-hmm. But I don't mean mm-hmm. that to hurt her. It's just the reality of it. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? And that's that's hard to swallow. It's 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 uncomfortable to talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when you when you say when I tell you that was a blessing. Mm. I mean that in every sense of the word because that would have been, if if she's that immature that she's not upset that their actual father's not there, then mm-hmm. sir, you were on your way to the pit. Mm-hmm. Proverb, I think it's Proverbs six seven somewhere down in there it talks about the strange woman, but we can talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> but I, 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 this is a perfect time to say this because just like Pastor said, I mean nothing but love for our children, just as much as you love your daughter. I love my baby girl. She's six years old. You know what I mean? It, 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 it will never be anything against the children. 
Right. It's the experience. It's those moments where you felt like you had to go in the corner and nobody's going to understand. Nobody's going to listen. Nobody's going to, you know, oh, I kind of can already play the conversation in my head. Oh, you know, she's young. You know, you know, she's angry. You know, she didn't mean to say that. All those stuff are valid, you know, excuses, but it don't change the way you feel. Right. You can say that all day, every day. And you have this big thing, I think, which is the biggest thing is. At the end of the day, man, I'm sorry, we don't want to share. Is it okay for us to be selfish just one time? Nope. Just one time can we be selfish? Can I have my family to myself? Bruh. Mm. That's deep. But the reality, like you said, it is. Is that's the hurt that reality hurts us the most. Mm-hmm. Is it's not nothing we can do. We, can do. we chose this, <laughs> but it's a tough job. But somebody has to do it. So, sometimes we have this hope, though, that you know it's gonna work out in a way that that because you know you you're so blown away because yeah. you're in love and, and man, this is tough. But think you having your first child, right? Mm-hmm. Pick picture having that child, and it's another person in the picture. I mean, just... That's too much. He already That's shook it all. He <laughs> <laughs> already just... No. I mean, you know, the, the way you guys are bonding right now, I mean, you know, you, you're rubbing her stomach and you're playing music to your stomach, reading the scriptures, praying over your stomach, all that kind of stuff. That's that's the bond. All that stuff, is it seeps into that child's psyche. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you don't get to be dad. You're just... You're 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 kind of like a dad. You're dad light. You're just you know as much as you want to be dad, you can't be that. Mm-hmm. You you don't get to have that moment, but you have all the responsibility of the real dad. You can't you can't discipline like the real dad, but you can provide like the real dad. It's mm-hmm. like you and you get you get to be everything but real, and it and, and it tears you up. Making up and compensating right for what the other dad didn't do. So yeah. it's not you just can't be yourself. You got to be yourself plus. Yeah. And then then I want to say, you do have some men who, when they come into this, they really don't want the title. They don't, they don't fight for, I love for that to be my child. Yeah. You know, they, they minds are, it's some men are just different. Like my mind, to be honest, I respect and love them and accept them. But it going in, my mind wasn't like, man, I love to have a child. Like it wasn't that. Yeah, Yeah. So. I wasn't really fighting with what a lot of men fight with. Mm-hmm. I was cool. I'm like, I'm able to grind. I'm able to work hard, do what I need to do. And yeah, we got him. But good thing is, he ain't mine because if she ever ran off on me, I ain't got to. I'm thinking, I think like that. Right, like, right. I ain't got to pay no child support. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm just, you know, I'm, right. I mean, it's, it's a blessing too, I felt like, because I got you. Dad ain't there. I'm here. But if she ever decided to walk away, I ain't got to deal. Can I see my son? Like, eventually it would. You know what I'm saying? That's just how I felt. So it's a blessing to just look at it from another perspective. That every man ain't desiring and fighting to be that one. Like, of course, we take care of our responsibility. But we not just like, man, I'm hurt so bad because I can't be the father I want to be to him. You know? Right. We take right. it We take it like, look, I'm going to help raise you to be a man. Be the best you can. And at the end of the day, you know, that's how we're going to rock. Because... Just anything, anything can happen. I always tell anybody that, although we we don't expect the worst, we don't expect them to walk away, but it can happen. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I tell them, I didn't watch my family, my parents, married 25 years, and it ended. You know what I'm saying? Now, I end up with a stepfather. You know, it's different. It it can happen, man. All it takes is somebody to get away from God. Yeah. You messing around and get away from God, it's all fair and game. Like, you yeah. can't control what's finna happen, mm-hmm. what mistake you're gonna make. Nothing is off charts when you step away from him. So, mm-hmm. I definitely suggest you, when you do step into a situation, make sure he is the head. You gotta have a three strand card and be connected. Because mm-hmm. yeah. without it, man, y'all just out here lost. The enemy could come in anytime with a bat. Boom. And, and you're gonna get work. I think I think the age of the child makes a difference too. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You know what I'm saying? It does. You're yeah. right. Because if you're younger, you might build a whole different yeah. bond. Yeah, you when do. you got a teenager, you like, man, I'm just gonna help you be a man. You gonna start working in a couple years. We know what Lorenzo has. I know. <laughs> I'm just trying to get this dude out of the house, man. I'm just trying to get this dude out of the house, bro. <laughs> hey, that's real. Yeah, everybody got a different story. That's what I said. But I still love him though. Like I love him as a son. I I really do because it hurt me to see him not have his father. So it's like when uh, a teacher she was like um, at a school she was like, "Is your father around?" And I just seen him just looking, man. He he looked over at me, and I had to step him and be like, "Man, I'm the father." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He was just I seen it in his face oh, man. as a teen, and that and at that moment it done something for me. I was like, "Man, God, I guess I got a man." He's got a heart, man. He got yeah. a heart. That's real. I had to. Mm-hmm. It called. It called for it because he was Not just standing there. He was like. She like, is your father red? I'm standing there like, man, I ain't your father. You know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> he tried to be tough. I just been real. I was like, man, shoot, man, I'm still trying to do me. You know, I'm trying to. Again, I looked at a man. I said, I'm the father. He locked, he locked, he locked them eyes with you. He hit you with them eyes. He was trying to avoid it. He was trying to avoid it. He was trying Hey, history, history is the real truth, though, because one thing about a young black man coming up into this, man, is some of us can be so prideful, we yeah, can be yeah. so caught up in ourselves, our mm-hmm. own dreams, our own vision. Yeah. I'm like, man, I want my own child. I'm just mm-hmm. keeping it real. Like, a lot of them was fortunate enough to have, like, I still haven't had my own biological okay. child, so mm-hmm. I'm like, if I ain't call any child, man, I want it to be mine. I need mm-hmm. my own, too. You know, so it's right. just a lot of struggles, mm-hmm. man, and a lot of frustrations, too. You be like, man, I'm trying to have my own, and now I, you know, all I got is him. Like, you know, Ooh, it's wow. just crazy. It's different looks, man. Wow. Yeah, it's Absolutely. different. It's dynamic. Absolutely. Well, guys, this conversation has been very enlightening. Ooh, has it? Yes, Excellent. I've enjoyed talking with you all. I know my hubby has too. I won't speak for you, but I am. Yes, I. <laughs> 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 And you better have those presents. Yeah. I'm going to just slide that jar back in. <laughs> to the top. It's che- Thank you. Check out time. From one of the Masons. <laughs> one of the Masons. <laughs> it's time to check them back in. <laughs> I need to see it every now and then. I'm like, okay, they in there. <laughs> Y'all tried it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I might have to use that for the show. <laughs> Got some new material. Always finding new material, brother. Hold on, brother. Hold on. I need that. Morris, your next play is this Saturday. Yes, this Saturday, uh, June 29th. Doors open at 5.30. Show starts at 6.30. Okay. Tickets sold at the door, $20 a head. 
And they can also but get their tickets on event, right? Event, right? Yes, okay. yes. If 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 I can, I would love them for for everybody to just please, if you're listening, go to my Facebook page and just type in Austin Creations LLC, and the Eventbrite link will be there for you to click on. If that's too difficult, go to Morris R. Austin. It's gonna take you to my page. You're gonna see a handsome young black man sitting right there on the couch, <laughs> and the link will be on my page. Just click on it. Okay. Very humble. If that's not enough, people, please just shoot me a cash app and and just put your your name attached to it and the reason why you're sending me the cash app at dollar sign Morris Austin, and I will put your name on the VIP list. Make oh, sure you oh, are okay. up front to experience this oh. roller coaster of emotions. You got a section now. Right. Just, I mean, the least, the least I can do. I just want to make sure you have every and opportunity. And it was part of like the pre-sale. We didn't get the... We need, no yeah. t-shirt. No, y'all were at the reserve seat. They got, they got, they got, special, they got special treatment. Don't, don't listen to them. They had special treatment. You were supposed to get reserves and you, if you got here at six. If you got here at six. We did. You could have just walked right to the front. <laughs> Anyway, oh I love y'all, man. <laughs> Any final words from the rest of you all that Ooh. you want to share? We've said so I think much. I got mine out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got mine out too. LeBron's all like, man, she cut that grass, man. <laughs> hey, that's facts. That was just last week. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, we got to work around here. <laughs> that grass dry yet? Right. Right, go on, cut that thing. You took that trash out? You know it's Wednesday. <laughs> So you can have some flashbacks too, brother. <laughs> oh my god. I cannot. Well, we want to thank you fellas again for just joining us. Appreciate Mr. you. Mr. Felix, thank Mr. You. Paul, Mr. Lorenzo, so Mr. Much. Morris. This thank has been amazing. Yes, it has. Babe, you have any final words you want to say? Um, I appreciate y'all, man. Good job, bro. Thank you for being on the show, taking that time of your busy day. Yeah. And uh we're gonna do this again. Oh, this is fine. This is definitely fine. Well, we would like to thank all of our listeners out there again for joining us for another episode of our Journey of Love. Remember to subscribe to all of our social media sites, let it be Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Listen to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Google Play, YouTube. YouTube. As they say, we are on everything. We own everything. So check us out. Be sure to subscribe and follow. And until next time, you guys, remember, love is patient, love is kind. We'll see you all here next time. Peace.